I used to be a very timid, negative thinker and people pleaser. Then my relationship with God changed all that around. Now I have this podcast called The Essence of Life, where I share with people about various aspects of life. For example, your health, finances, personal development, your relationships, and of course, your spirituality. And just how you can balance all of these things together to live the abundantly blessed and balanced life that Jesus came for you to live. John 10.10 tells us, The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I came so that you can have life and to live it to the full and to enjoy it. If you would like to know more about this podcast, please subscribe for more content on living the abundantly balanced life. Sebo, sounds good. God bless you. Welcome back, Essence listeners. Okay, so I want you to know this. I know you can hear it. My voice is under some more pressure. But guess what? I still have the strength. I still have the zeal. I still have the passion. So I'm going to come and make sure that you get your word to live the abundantly balanced life. This is why I'm here. This is why I produce this podcast. A lot of people ask me, How do you do it? How do you do it all? And I have had a podcast episode about this before with my special guest, Brenda Cotto, and she's talking about having it all. Even in my book, The Essence of Life, God, Them and Me, I talk about having it all. So if you want to know more about balancing your life by targeting various aspects of your life that are off balance, This is the podcast for you. So I just want to encourage you to keep listening. And for those of you who have been listening all along, I really, really appreciate your loyalty. God bless you. Hi, I'm Christine Young, Sustainability Specialist from Green Carib Consulting, and you're listening to the Essence of Life podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about complaining. Mm -hmm. Yes, all of us do it, but I want to share with you three reasons why you should be mindful about your complaining. You should be careful who you are complaining to and just in general, why you should reconsider the amount of complaining that you actually do. Okay, so I'm going to read some scriptures to us because you know I love I love to go to the scriptural references because this is so important. Like I've said to you in a previous episode, I've been reading. Yes, I'm reading my scriptures. I'm doing a Bible reading challenge with my sisters. It's about 30 something of us. And it is such a beautiful experience to just know that we're sharing in that space, in that community, reading and talking about the scriptures as we go along. So I just want to talk a little bit about this so we're going through the book of exodus and i'm reading this and i'm just saying to myself what is wrong with the israelites why do they continue to do this and they doubt their victory they continue to trigger and return back to the place even after god had delivered them so let's take a listen to this exodus 14 verses 10 to 12 says as pharaoh approached the israelites looked up 
and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Was it because there was no grave in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you to leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Now that is way after God has already done multiple signs and wonders by making sure he showed the Egyptians and his people who were in Egypt at the time that he was their God by sending plagues onto Pharaoh and allowing Pharaoh to let his people go. And these people are on their way to freedom and they're seeing the enemy charging towards them. And the first thing they do was what? Complain. The first thing they did was to doubt the victory that God has already given them. How many times do we do that? God has already delivered you from your enemies. But the first sign of the enemy trying to push up its neck back at you, you begin to complain and you begin to go back and allow yourself to be triggered into your comfort zone. Now this doesn't end there. In Exodus chapter 15 verses 22 to 27 it says this, Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea and they went into the desert of Shur. For three days they traveled in the desert without finding water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink its water because it was bitter. This is why the place is called Marah. So the people grumbled. Here we go again, complaining. So the people grumbled against Moses saying, What are we to drink? Then Moses cried out to the Lord again, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became fit to drink. There the Lord issued a ruling and instruction for them and put them to the test. Now I want you to pay attention to this please because this is a point that I'm going to be sharing with you later down why you should stop complaining. Okay and this is what the Lord said. If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands, and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Then they came to Elim, where there were 12 springs and 70 palm trees, and they camped there near the water. Isn't God great? He continues to provide. But God gave them a warning gave them a warning and that was in chapter 15. Now we're going on a little more into Exodus and this behavior continues. Exodus chapter 17 verses 1 to 3. The whole Israelite community set out from the desert of sin, traveling from place to place as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. So what did they do again even after god had already provided for them many times before they quarreled with moses and said give us water to drink moses replied why do you quarrel with me why do you put the lord to the test 
but the people were thirsty for water there and they grumbled they complained they mourned against Moses they said why did you bring us out out of Egypt to make us and our children and our livestock die of thirst essence listeners i want us to get this i want us to get this because this is an example of a people who have seen some of the most marvelous works of god and yet in a moment when a little bit of discomfort arise the first thing they chose to do was to complain and because they started to complain it became their continuous action every time three reasons why you should not complain and you should be mindful of complaining reason number 1 complaining affects your brain it actually shrinks your brain and it could cause the damage to your brain that could affect you later down in life research from stanford university has also found that complaining reduces the size of our hippocampus which is responsible for memory and problem solving the study found that engaging in complaining or simply hearing someone complain for more than 30 minutes could physically damage our brains did you know this did you know this and this is from m1psychology.com now let me say this to you because you might think that this is just one source but if you go to multiple sources they provide the very same information okay this is a study that has been written and it has been highlighted in multiple sources your brain is going to be affected if you continually complain that you become a chronic complainer that it could shrink your brain and affect you to that point research shows that most people complain once a minute during a typical conversation it is something that we have to be careful about complaining damages other areas of your brain research at that in that university says and this is another source entrepreneur.com is repeating the same thing research has shown that complaining shrinks the hippocampus it shrinks the section of your brain that is critical to problem solving and thought now the world is full of problems the scripture says there are many afflictions for the righteous that in the world you will find many tribulations Do you want to mess with the part of your brain that is responsible for problem solving and intelligent thinking? You need this. This is the part of your brain that you continuously need in order to be able to solve problems effectively and to think intelligently. Do you really really want to destroy and damage that part of your brain by complaining? It says it damages that and that that is scary because when you consider that is one of the primary areas destroyed by alzheimers so not only does it affect you in your now but it is affecting you later down in life 
So the first reason, like I said, complaining, it damages the section of your brain that is responsible for problem solving and intelligent thinking. It is damaging your brain. And it, when you consider that, it is an important issue to note because that is the section of your brain that is destroyed by Alzheimer's. You want to make sure that this part of your brain is completely functional. This is so important. The second reason that we should stop complaining is that complaining rewires our brain for negativity. Complaining rewires our brain for negativity. Now, I've spoken about this in my book, Walking a Two-Way Street, when I talk about neuroplasticity. And how our brain works is that when we think a thought, our brain begins to build a bridge, not a temporary bridge, a permanent bridge to that thought. So what happens is, it doesn't have to keep doing that every time you think. And that's why we have to be careful. Because the more frequently you complain, you increase your likelihood of thinking negative thoughts later. The more you do it, it develops itself into a habit. And then when it becomes a habit, then you begin to do it without any effort, without any thought. And then what you're doing again, you are damaging your brain, which is the first point I made. You are causing damage to your brain. You become a chronic complainer. You become a negative thinker. And what you're doing is you're blocking yourself from seeing all the great things that are happening in your life, like the Israelites did. They didn't see and remember all the good things that God had done for them. All they could think about is their present issue that they didn't have water to drink. Oh, the Egyptians were chasing them. That is all they could think about, the problem in front of them. They became pessimists instead of optimists. They became negative instead of being positive. We want to make sure that we understand the effects of complaining on our brain, our minds, and our bodies, respectively. And then when we understand that, when the time comes for us to complain, we want to make sure that it is something that is done to our benefit and not to our detriment. What do I mean when I say that? Complaining is something that we need to do to express. So we express our dissatisfaction with something that happens to us. But there's a way to do it healthily. So let's say, for example, someone offends us or someone does something that we are not satisfied with. Complaining in that case is we go to this person and we begin with a compliment, all right? We sandwich the complaint. We begin with a compliment. We say, you are an excellent person. I know that you have done so many great things for me. We have had a great relationship so far. However, in this present situation, I did not like how you handled it. So because I didn't like how you handled it and how it affected me, what can we do to make sure that this doesn't happen again or what can we do to solve it or what can we do to fi fix it and if you already know the answer to that question suggest it and say this is what i think we can do so when you do it in this manner the complaint is not something that is just there in the air where you're just moaning and groaning like the israelites without solution highlighting a problem no solution but you're actually making a complaint to bring about a change 
and transformation to improve the situation, to improve the condition, to improve the relationship instead of just causing more damage by just whining, complaining, mourning with no sort of com- no sort of solution to match it. And this is an issue that a lot of us have. We like to talk about the problem, but we have no solutions to how it can be fixed. So what's the point of running your mouth about a problem if you have no idea or if you have no intention of dealing with solving it and improving it? Now, the third reason why we should not complain is this. It blocks your blessings. The Israelites complained so much. They whined so much that they continue to go around the mountain instead of stepping into the promised land that God had for them. They continuously complain and they missed their blessing. And this is what I want to share with you. And I'm not just going to tell you the problem. I'm going to give you a solution. In Exodus 14 verses 13 to 14, when the people complained, Moses answered the people and said, Do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring to you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Now I want to share this with us because we need to understand if Moses were like the Israelites in that moment, he would join the bandwagon and complain with them too. But he did not. He chose to be optimistic. He chose to be positive. He chose to speak life because he knew of the promises of God. He knew of the vision and the victory that God has already promised him. He knew. So he didn't doubt his victory. He didn't complain. But he spoke up to the people. And he let them know that the God that they serve that has showed up for them in the past is about to show up for them again. And the problem that they see today, the Egyptian that they see today, they will not see it again. This is what you need to aspire to. That when the time comes for you to complain, you need to do it from a place of understanding that when you do it, it must lead to a place of solving it. It must lead to a place of a solution so that this problem will not come back into your future. Because just complaining about it only is just sweeping it under the rug. And then you will continue to complain about it. You will continue to speak about it. You will develop a negative attitude. And all you will do is be negative, complain, negative, and complain. And then your brain continues to shrink. And then you continue to decrease in your ability to solve problems and to think intelligently, which is to think of how you could solve a problem. They all are connected. And with that, I want to end with this and say to you, it is said the fastest way to change your life is to stop complaining. Are you a chronic complainer? Do you consistently look for reasons to complain? Is a complaint the first thing that comes out of your mouth? If this is you and you really want to change your life to live the balanced, abundant life that God came for you to live, the life that you want to enjoy to the full, stop complaining, stop grumbling, stop mourning. Instead, be grateful, be appreciative, speak life, address the complaint, think of a solution, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Because the problem you see today, 
you will see it no more. If, if you will follow the instructions that God is giving you. Just like he said in that scripture. He said to the people in Exodus 15, verse 26. If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his command and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. God wants to heal you of the disease of complaining. He wants to set you free and he wants you to change your life for the better. In Jesus' name. I pray that this episode blesses you and I pray that you will not just hear it, but you will begin to apply it. It's up to you. And I've said this in an episode before. It's called spiritual application. If you don't apply what I'm giving you, it's just going to be something that you heard. Put it into practice and you will see the salvation of the Lord. You will see the change in your life when you stop complaining. Sebon? Sounds good. See you next time on the Essence of Life podcast. Don't forget to comment and reply on Spotify. I appreciate my dear Cherry. Thank you so much for leaving that comment and that reply about the previous episode. Thank you so much. God bless you. Welcome back, Essence listeners. I'm so happy and and, and excited to share that my new book is out, The Essence of Life, God, Them, and Me. This book is awesome. It's amazing. And it is geared towards, towards a specific audience. And these are the following people that I definitely believe could benefit from this book. Number one, teenagers. If the saying goes, if I knew then what I know now, I would have done life differently. And I'm happy to announce that this book, if you are a teenager and you get this book, the type of information that is placed in it, it's going to take your life on a completely different path. It's going to give you wisdom and understanding about the concepts of life on a whole new level that will give you general knowledge about key areas and aspects of your life so this is definitely a book for teenagers high school students uh, early college students who are trying to figure out their path in life definitely a book for you this book is also for the average person who may have missed out a lot in school maybe they need they didn't get all the information they needed to get about their health and their finances maybe someone like me who went to high school and did not do an accounting class so uh, and may have skipped the consumer arithmetic section of math whichever way the average person would definitely benefit from this book because of the level of knowledge it provides on again key areas of your life in reference to your spirituality your health finances your personal relationship and all of that good stuff also because the book provides basic knowledge on these five areas i think that even the most educated person in their own respective fields can still benefit from this book because a lot of us are educated in our various fields but there's still sections of our lives that are starving there's still sections of our lives that are outside of balance because we are investing 
so much more time and energy in our career path that we lose sight of our spirituality. We lose sight about our relationship with God. We lose sight of the spiritual world itself and its existence. We lose sight of taking better care of our bodies and our health. We lose sight of managing our finances effectively. And there's a whole chapter on basic financial literacy terms that the average person and every person should know in order for them to effectively begin to even manage their finances. So I believe that this book with the knowledge that it provides, it's vital for all of the above that I would have mentioned. And of course, if you just love my work as a content creator and you would like to be a part of those who support what I do, I would definitely recommend that you get a copy of my book. It is available for sale for purchase on Amazon.com and all the other Amazon sale platforms, Amazon.uk, Amazon in the US. So you just have to connect with Amazon wherever you are listening from and you will be able to find a copy of this book. It's the bright yellow book with the sunflower in the background and a beautiful picture of me in the front. So make sure you grab a copy of this book. Make sure you leave me a review as well because I would love to hear from you and to get your feedback about how this book was able to bless you and in most cases transform your life. Grab a copy of The Essence of Life, God, Them and Me today 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 i'll also be pinning the link to the amazon page as well in the show notes so you don't have to go look it up if you feel too lazy to do that i will do that work for you all you have to do is to check the show notes click the link it will take you right there and this book is only ten dollars it's as easy as that it's only ten dollars and i would be appreciative so much if you could value me enough to sow that into my life and to support me as i continue to create content and information for you to help you to live the abundantly balanced life Sebon sounds good <laughs>